I am partnering with one of my favourite skincare brands, Elemis, to bring you this episode of Rain. Rain is all about encouraging you to feel like your best self and taking those moments every day for self-care, and so is Elemis. Elemis's luxury skincare products provide you with proven results-driven skincare, and who doesn't love to see results? Elemis's iconic Pro Collagen Cleansing Balm has three unique textures that creates the ultimate cleansing experience. It nourishes your skin like a balm, easily removes makeup as a cleansing oil, and hydrates as a cleansing milk. And it smells like heaven, which could be down to the unique blend of nine essential oils, including lavender, calmar, and eucalyptus. No wonder it's a number one bestseller. Your skin will be left feeling deeply cleansed, soothed, and supremely soft. Now, doesn't that sound like the ultimate moment of self-care every day? And I've got a little treat for you. Head to elemis.com and get 25% off by using the code JoshSmith. 25 at the checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Josh Smith and welcome to Rain. And I'm so glad you're here, babes. This podcast is all about opening up, having important conversations and celebrating successes, as well as overcoming obstacles to reign over our own lives. I love to chat to people and I always find things in these conversations to take away and use in my own life. So I really hope you'll find the same as well. Welcome to Rain. I am so excited that today we're joined by Caitlin Deaver, who is fast becoming one of Hollywood's most in-demand actresses. Caitlin's breakout role was in the movie Booksmart, and you might remember her from her performances in Netflix's Unbelievable and Disney Plus's Dope Sick. She's been working since she was 14 years old and has Golden Globe, Emmy, and BAFTA nominations to her name. She's now starring with Julia Roberts and George Clooney in Ticket to Paradise, playing Lily, who meets a hunk on her gap year, wants to get married, but her divorced parents won't stand by and let it happen. It's pure escapism, and we really do need a rom-com like that in our lives right now. In this episode, we cover everything from boat trips with a side of vomit to having Julia Roberts as a fake mum. But it's how Caitlin talked about her family that really stuck with me, so I hope you love this episode too. Now, crowns at the ready, let's roll. So babe, how are you? I'm so good. So good. I'm really, really good. I went on a little road trip. Do you guys say road trip? Is that like a term? Yeah, we could say road trip. What do you say though? But like, the road trip would only be as long as like six hours. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you you are not road trip, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it took, it took, we were up there and it took a while. Where did you go? I went to Scotland. No way. Yeah. Whereabouts in Scotland? I went to Edinburgh. Okay, Just fine. outside of Edinburgh. Yeah. And then we were staying um, there. And then I went to, um, we drove into Glencoe. Okay, never heard high, of it. High, high, like high, that Scottish like highlands. Like pure highlands. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, we didn't get deep into the highlands. <laughs> but I'm a big, my, my family and I were, 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 were a big road tripping family. Okay. So you so, went with the fam? Fam, yeah, my yeah. parents um, wanted to go somewhere. We had some time off and oh free God, time. Fun. Yeah, yeah. So you literally done it all. Landed days. in London and then we start. We drove um, all the way up there. Oh yeah. my God! What's yeah. been the highlight from the road trip? 
Honestly, if there was a there was a river that <laughs> there is a river that, that is I one river in the UK <laughs> that I'm a huge fan of, <laughs> and I jumped in. Oh wow! Yeah, Brave. I was. I didn't have my swimsuit or anything. I just kind of, I just you just went for t- it. Took off my clothes and went in. So there's I'm not that. sure like skin dipping in like a scotch. I wasn't skinny, skinny oh, right. dipping. Okay, I wasn't fam. naked. Yeah. I still well, I was had say, like, undergarments. The thermal situation in like a Scottish river, surely it's like freezing. It was cold, but yeah. but you know those cold plunges are really good for the uh, nervous good system for the soul. and good for the soul. <laughs> really, just you know, I did a lot of contemplating in that mm. water for the five minutes I was in there. <laughs> Any key great. realizations in that moment? Yeah, I know. I had a lot of epiphanies. Yeah. It's like being reborn, like a yeah. baptism, basically. Yeah, and then I got attacked by bugs. <laughs> I'm still trying to hide the bites. Babes, you're doing wonders for the <laughs> Scottish Tourist Board right here. Next campaign, please. Oh, I love it. I really, it's just, please, I need it. I need it. <sighs> well, babes, Ticket to Paradise does exactly what it says on the tin. It takes us to paradise and more. It's pure escapism. I loved it. I cried at points. I had a really emotional It's emotional. Yeah, I was expecting it. It got me at the end. It really is. You know, I I had that feeling when I read the script, but I just love it so much. Mm. And I love that, you know, I knew it was going to be a good time when I read it for Mm -hmm. the first time. Um, But then we had just just an incredible time making it and then I think it really that really shows in mm. in the movie but we saw it with an audience for the first time and um, it was so cool you could you could hear the emotion you could hear the laughter and it was nice to be able to do that when I haven't um, like had an experience like that in a theater for a little bit which is nice that's amazing yeah. and it looks like it was a real hoot how much yeah. of a hoot did you have I had a hoot. Serve me those stories. (laughs) What was the hoots? Um, Well, I got to work with Billy Lord again, which was a dream. She's an icon. Um, And then the other other icons in the movie, George and Julia. Who were they? What's their surname? They've done some things. Yeah. Um, Really getting started. With some really high boots at one point. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen that one. (laughs) Um, She's. Oh my God, they're both so amazing. They're both. I mean, genuinely, I, I, getting to work with them and the the prospect of doing that is very daunting mm. and nerve wracking to think about, and especially when you haven't met them before and you don't know what it's going to be like, and they're just huge like movie star people mm-hmm. that I've looked looked up to my whole life, and uh, so um, and meeting them. It was just immediately like, oh, I could like, it was just a breath of fresh mm-hmm. air. And then it was up and down. Like yeah. then the anxiety would kick in again and go, I'd go, oh my God, it's Julia Roberts. I'm like two feet away from her face. I'm doing this like really emotional scene with her. And, you know, it would come in waves. But overall, they really just made me and everybody feel so mm. like comfortable and supported. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, the hoots, um, to, to, to go back to that. Um, mm-hmm. to go, let's circle back to let's, those hoots. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I, I rode in a helicopter for the first time on this film. I know. Babe, I flew in one for the first time the other week, and it was the worst experience of my whole life, and I really? never repeat it. Okay, so I didn't mind it, but I won't do it again. Yeah, no. <laughs> there is I'm no good. need to do that again. I'm definitely good. Yeah. Uh, I really wasn't going to, and I went 
when when we started this movie and they're like we have helicopters it's a much faster and more, way more efficient way to travel f to and from uh work and uh I, I just said no 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 the whole You're time just and then finally the and then finally <laughs> finally I, I i gave in somehow and i don't know why i think it was like um, a four-hour journey to work versus mm -hmm. t 20 minutes, and I, I just went for it. And it, honestly, it was crazy being yeah. in a helicopter for the first time. But um, uh, doing all these, like, ocean swimming scenes with, with George and Julia in the water and just swimming around and being, like, spontaneous about it and having to constantly chase the light so it was all kind of, like, mm -hmm. fast-paced and really quick, but that's what, like, fed the energy and made it so fun. Um, and yeah, I was, you know, going on so many adventures with Billy Lord on our, on our weekends off. And we, um, we went to the Great Barrier Reef. We did it like a boat tour, uh, together with my sister. My sister was with me and her husband, um, Billy's husband. And we, it was, it was quite the journey. Everybody was throwing up on this boat, <laughs> except for us. It, it was it was a really windy day, so we were kind of going mm. 20 feet up, 20 feet down kind of vibes. And uh, really, they almost lost me on that one. It that was sounds really, like a stunning experience. It was just exquisite. <laughs> Ooh, <de> sick. <laughs> While you're doing like some stunning like bucket list moments. It was just truly overall, like just, I, I don't even know. Um, all, all, all of this was, all of the movie was so, like every day I learned so much from them, um, just kind of soaking in uh, the way Julia and George interacted with people mm -hmm. on set was so like eye-opening and just a real like learning experience. But um, yeah, I just had the, the best time making mm -hmm. this movie, it's crazy. And what is it like having Julia Roberts as a fake mom? Because I imagine like, yeah. if I would be like, oh my God, this is a dream come true, but also be like, let me get my notebook out, babes. I want to get all your tips, all your tricks. Tell me everything about your craft. Yeah, well, she, okay. So again, I, I met her for the first time. She was so, so nice. And then she invited my sister and I to lunch and we would like hang out a lot and she immediately felt like a she had this real like motherly mm. uh energy and um was so she had a very protective energy which i immediately felt and it was so uh nice it was so uh just literally just so crazy so crazy mm. what advice did you get from her you know, I didn't, I, I started really thinking about it and I, I, there was a lot that I think I learned from her just subconsciously, mm -hmm. just kind of every, from day to day um, in watching her and, and the way she was with George and then the way she was just on set and how she interacted with everybody. And, um, but I think there was, I think she was kind of always um, just teaching me a lot and and especially when she would tell me you know she would really encourage me to basically like stand up for what i believe in and and follow my gut instinct which i think is follow my gut instincts which is really i think um sometimes i forget to do that or you know i i we were having a lot of like really um meaningful like conversations on on set and some really special um, conversations that I'll remember forever. But um, 
just in general though, like really, I just admire her work ethic and and what she what she values mm. too. I think I, I really appreciate that she um, really values her her family and um, it's something I really value in my life as well. And uh, yeah, just so much. I mean, she's just, she's yeah, she's great. Mm. I mean, that must have been such a great moment of like, self-realization as well when you're like trust your gut yeah and following that inner voice because i mean lily in this she goes off to paradise to basically find herself doesn't she yeah and then gets her husband along the way yeah we'll put that to one side because we're going on the feminist journey here yeah but <laughs> like we all have those moments where we take ourselves away from ourselves to learn yeah. things about yeah. ourselves yeah what's been a moment for you in your own life where you've taken yourself out of your reality and really had a good conversation with yourself and re- to quote Kylie Jenner really here, like, realise stuff. That <laughs> <laughs> just came to me as I was saying it. Wow. This is the year that of, like, was... realising things. <laughs> I was doing a, a film. I had just been away a lot and I was, um, I was supposed to go away to do this other movie. Um, this was recently and I, I, I was so anxious about leaving and I, and I, didn't want to leave and I kind of really really panicked about it because I wanted to stay stay home and then I I ended up realizing that if I just like trusted the basically like trusted the journey trusted the path that I was on and knowing that everything kind of happens for Mm. a reason um and when I ended up finally just leaving even though I was really scared to um it ended up being like a really eye-opening experience and I learned a lot about myself along the way in mm. some really big ways, which is cool. I mean, babes, you don't stop. <laughs> like, it's such like movie, every nomination, <laughs> back to nomination, it's like back to back and it's all happening. Yeah. So how do you carve out that time to really look after yourself? And what is your process for looking after yourself? The way I look after myself is by surrounding myself with family members as much as I possibly can and keeping them really close. I love, traveling for work and doing what I do is, you know, it's my favorite thing in the world. Um, um, but yeah, I think the number one thing for me is is always going to be my my family. Mm. And I guess through the work you do as well, because you do do an intense role yeah. <laughs> every now and then. You love an intense role. But I guess it's kind of like, in a way, free therapy that you're paid for, isn't it? Because you yeah. get to exercise so much stuff internally and release it on the screen yeah it really is um there's a lot of release that that comes with what i do and it's you know sometimes when i'm doing those harder roles and people come up to me like even at work they're like how are you are you okay And i'm like actually this is like therapy this is Mm. great this i feel really um good and I'm, i'm able to like express a lot of a lot of part a, a lot of parts of myself that I don't think I necessarily would if I didn't do acting mm. um, and they'd maybe end up being a little bit buried but I get to like release things and I get to have that permission to do that which is um, really just so I feel so lucky to be able to do that I'm so excited that this episode of the podcast is sponsored by Elemis whose skincare products I can't stop raving about 
Elemis' iconic Pro Collagen Cleansing Balm is just one of the brand's products that stays true to its honest commitment to results-driven skincare. The Pro Collagen Cleansing Balm is great for removing makeup, whilst nourishing like a balm and hydrating like a cleansing milk. It's a heavenly moment of self-care every day. Head to elemis.com now, and don't forget to use the code JoshSmith25 at the checkout to get 25% off. Terms and conditions apply. And one of the things I love about this movie as well yeah. is it touched on this idea of ambition yeah. all the way through. And it's always like, oh my gosh, she's such an ambitious person. She deserves more than this. She needs to be out of this yeah. desert island. And I think we, especially in relation to women, the idea of ambition is such a tricky topic. Totally. And it can be very loaded discussion what's your own journey been like with your idea of ambition and other people's idea of your ambition oh my gosh I feel like sometimes I get caught up in in just you know expectations kind of like I mean honestly kind of like the way my my character is in the beginning of the movie you know she puts a lot of um pressure on herself at times and and puts a lot of expectations um on herself and I think that i I've definitely done the same, and sometimes you get caught in a in a in a cycle of of feeling maybe the need to work all the mm. time just for the sake of of working. But I feel like um, I've I've always really strived to kind of stay away from that as much as possible, and I feel like you can still be um, ambitious while being strategic about. Um, the, the projects that I've been able to attach myself to. And yeah, you can get kind of caught up in people expecting you to be maybe doing more, but really I've learned to like really um, take my time and know that it's okay to, because also like acting is so unpredictable. It's so mm. up and down. There are moments when I'm literally, you know, it's so, so busy. And then there's like literally nothing at all and sort of settling into that and knowing that that's okay. And knowing that I'm, again staying true to who i am as a person and um and continuing to find the things that i really love um i think that that uh i think that's i, I think that's what i've learned a, a lot about in the past couple of years is just trusting mm. the the journey and also like finding success inside of yourself and not always externally right I oh think i know yeah we get so much pressure to be like to find everyone everyone the first thing you pretty much ask everyone is what do you do <laughs> like yeah, it's your so, second question right and yeah. we're so defined by what we do and it's always yeah. like we need to try and separate ourselves from that and yeah. make sure that we find success within ourselves as well isn't it yeah it 100 i think that it's so easy to get caught up in that um especially with just you know social media and everything mm. is is can be overwhelming at times and I think that so I'm always sort of trying to chase that feeling of like being being proud of being proud of myself and um again trusting the work that I'm that I'm doing and but success is like such a a weird Mm. a, a weird thing but I think that the way I'm I'm able to view my or success I guess is just 
continuing to do what I love on the projects and, and, and really making sure that I love it and I still love it every time because I think we got to just do what we love and, and do what makes us happy. Mm. Um, and then also that making my, making my family proud is really means a, means a lot to me. That's well. such a special thing. It really I is. It's so, it's really, 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 really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess they must be so proud of you because they- <laughs> even like watching you, one of the things I love about you so much is you bring so many everyday women to the screen and you show Aww. no matter what background they're from and they tend to be quite voiceless characters at points. Yes. Especially if we look at Dope Sick, for example. Yeah. And you kind of give them a voice and give these stories a voice and that's oh. such an amazing thing to see and to see that power oh. on screen. From exploring like very difficult issues like that, has it really empowered you to also use your own voice as well? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's been such, uh, I mean, really starting from, I guess when I did Short Term 12, uh, the movie I did when I was, I did that movie when I was like, 14 I think Mm. and that was sort of the first time I really realized like the kind of impact you can have in doing a a project and and how you can really allow what really allow people to feel seen by something um and then after unbelievable I, I again like I really felt like that was um such a powerful story that really deserved to be told um and I was so heartbroken by that story, and I was so like devastated by how, you know, no one knew her name, and and I felt everybody needed to know about the story, to know about the injustice behind it, and that, and then following that was dope sick, and I felt the same way. I felt like I ha- I had to give every uh, fiber of my being to that character, mm. and and really give everything that I had, and I learned so much on those projects. Um, you know, uh, we got to, you know, even with Unbelievable, I, th- I think back on like going to the Capitol building um, in Washington, D.C. to to discuss Unbelievable and um, and and talking about Dope Sick. And I've s- we're still actually talking about it even now. It's it's um, it's been so it's been so incredible. And I've learned so much in doing those projects. And it's really um, made me want to continue to seek out um, those kinds of projects that um, are really, really, you know, powerful roles for for women in particular, and um, and again, stories that that give give a voice mm. to to people that you know ha- weren't heard for a while. Mm. And it's so amazing we got to this point in our society where we can have stories like this told on screen because even like five years ago these stories wouldn't even be told right I know I know and like to have that now is so special but we still got so much further to go oh yeah what still really frustrates you about the conversations we're still having to have about the representation of women on screen and in particularly in in relation to media as well because I think the way we're still positioning women and stereotyping them in the media is so extreme and there's so much work left to do there too Oh gosh. I mean there's there's I I feel like yes, there's there's so much um work that needs to be done, but I feel like we have moved in a really positive direction. Um I think yeah, I think we're still we're getting away from stereotype stereotype 
roles for women in film, but I think that we could still do better in in that um, in that department. But I just I've been really grateful to be a part of the projects that mm. I've been able to be a part of, and to the the women that I have been able to portray on screen really just means so much to me. And the the fact that you know with movies like Booksmart and shows like Unbelievable. Um, being out there in the world, I think people are really able to see themselves on screen in a different way, um, and they don't have to like seek out smaller projects. These are projects that are being put on huge platforms for 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 everybody to see. So it's been really um, it's been so moving to be mm. to be a part of be a part of that. Mm. When do you feel like you first felt seen? on screen I don't know honestly I I feel like I'm not being myself in any of the the things that I do Mm. I'm always stepping into someone else's shoes and that's part of the reason why I feel like I I'm able to give it everything I have because I feel like there's no other option Mm. um especially in being a part of you know projects like unbelievable and and dope sick that have like a lot of importance behind them and maybe when I did Justified when I did that show it was the first time that I, I feel like I was yes I was a, a kid I was a child but I also felt like I was surrounded by people that really um, saw like treated me as, as an equal mm. and um, I feel like that was the first first time people actually started saying to me, oh, I watched you in Justified and I really, you know, thought it was great. And, and it was the first kind of, um, and I, and I was really proud of it. Like personally, without hearing anything else, I was just so in love with that character. And I was really, really proud of what I did on that show. And I actually looked, I actually recently just rewatched it recently. I was like looking at you know, I was 14 years old and I was doing this like accent and everything. And I just felt like it was so crazy that the, I don't even think I realized how, um, you know, it's kind of surreal it was at the, at the time or how, how crazy it was that I was like working with like Timothy Oliphant and Walton Goggins and Sam Elliott at 14 and, and kind of playing this role that was so different from who I am. Um, I think that was probably the first time I felt seen mm. for for real, I think. I don't know. It's so amazing so, yeah. to, to sit here as someone who started acting it when you were a young teenager, basically. Yeah. And with the whole vibes that go around about being a child star, and, you, and it was such a liberating experience for you, wasn't yeah. it, being on screen, in a way? It really was. Honestly, if I just had to I be myself for an extended period of time I feel like I'd go a little crazy I mm. feel like so much comfort and um, playing different people and, and honestly getting the nervous feeling all the, getting nervous about something and overcoming fears and and kind of calming down again and then doing it all over again is like it's it's a it's something that I, I I'm constantly chasing and I'm constantly um looking for all the time so it was really um when i when people you know started hiring me for jobs i was just so grateful to just be working because it's Mm. so hard to get work and it is you you are told 
know so much. <laughs> and so to be able to have that opportunity at such a young age, it was so fulfilling. But even just, you know, I remember my first acting class when I was like nine years old and I um, hadn't worked yet. And I just, even that, just like doing a, a Skittles monologue and all of it was just so fascinating to me and, and really, really fulfilling. Can you remember the Skittles monologue? I don't remember. No, I do not remember it. I don't even know why I just brought that up. I was just wondering, like, what is a Skittles monologue? No, like, you know, like in, in a Were in you playing class. the Skittle? No. I just had to do, like, you know, they had, like, performances at this at these acting classes and you kind of had to like say a monologue like you were like as though you were in a skittles commercial or something um yeah i thought you were doing (laughs) one of those like i'm playing the tree kind of eyes but it was a skittle yeah 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 um i remember that those acting classes i had to do this like little performance and our parents came to like watch what we had been learning over the past few months mm. kind of a showcase of what we had learned and we were learning about like sitcoms and like i remember the first day the first performance the first time and i really took it seriously at that time i kind of thought it was like pretty real and they were filming it and it was like huge and i remember i tr- i have it on video and it, it will probably i'll probably get the courage to release it at mm-hmm. some point <laughs> it's me coming in the First, I'm the first person out. I'm the first one to say something. I come in, barge. I'm supposed to barge through the door. I had an arm cast on, by the way, just to set the scene. Yeah. I had a big Props, camouflage. Stunning. Good camouflage. No, it was real. I'm right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing it. And I tripped so bad. Decided to do the one thing that they told me not to do, which was turn to camera and say, sorry. <laughs> And then continue on, and I broke character. My first, my first thing out, and uh, you know, even that was so much fun. And I like was so nervous, and then I remember feeling like, oh my god, I want to do it again, you mm. know. And that's just, I still have that feeling on everything I do. Mm. Your career is so varied already, <laughs> and like you were saying, there are still those no's along the way too, because mm-hmm. I guess people see the success, don't they? The yeah. outward success, like Ticket to Paradise, yeah, starring alongside Julia Roberts, <laughs> and then you're an Emmy nominee. <laughs> I keep saying because it's so amazing. And like, people don't really see the sacrifice that goes on behind the scenes to get to those moments, to get yeah. to those yes moments. Yeah. And those no's that ultimately probably empower you along the way. Yeah. Is there a no that you've got that you think has really empowered you and pushed you forward to be like, do you know what, babes? I'm just going to prove you wrong and I'm going to go out there and get it. Hmm. Honestly, like there's certain, I, I really have, and I, I guess it's always been this way, but I really, and maybe it's the way my parents have raised me. I get really super, like, even when I first started out, they said, Caitlin, you were, you were not gonna book the first thing you go out, go out on. This is going to be extremely hard. They were always super realistic with me. And so I never, I always just assume I'm not getting something, even when I'm walking in the door to audition. I'm never like, you know, I'm never boosting myself. I like, I'm going to get this. I'm always like, I am so not getting this before mm-hmm. I. And so then I don't get attached to anything really. Men, women, and children actually, I did obviously end up doing that, but I really thought I wasn't getting it. And I was, I was really disappointed. And it was something that I was on an audition. I just like kind of felt like I kind of bombed and I didn't do well in. And I, and I, just thought I wasn't getting it. But I can't really think of a project that like was 
so disappointing um, and not getting, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, there's been so many, but I, I don't get an attachment to mm-hmm. them enough to like be disappointed. I'm usually just kind of like, all right, well, that's all right. You're like, sayonara, <laughs> bye, it's out the door. Well, I also believe, I really truly believe that there's, that I, I, everything happens for a reason, you know? I just, I, I do. 100%. Yeah. I find that so interesting because you feel like you have so much amazing self-belief in such a great healthy way (laughs) have you very much nurtured that to have that self-belief and find your power I mean the way I was raised I guess I was I was always my parents always I don't know they were really grounding my parents and really realistic and um I really was able to like appreciate all the things that that came in into my life um and I guess Honestly, I mean, not to, I mean, well, I will go here, but my mom is a big, just huge supporter of mine and someone that I really just admire so much. And um, I think that she is a big reason why I am the way that I am is, is, is I, I, I call her every single day. Her, her advice means everything to me. And, um, and, uh, but she, she's an amazing, amazing person. She's been um, going through uh, breast cancer since I was 12 and still is going through it. And she's the most inspiring person I know. And going through that throughout my life has been really a lot, but it's allowed me to really appreciate everything that mm-hmm. comes into my life. And again, my, my family is my everything. And I think that's that's oh, it's always been my first and most important priority, mm. and then everything that comes after that is just a real, uh, a real joy. So I'm just happy to get to be in a movie like this and to be talking to you about it, and um, it just feels really good. But it's not something I'm like consciously thinking mm. about every time. I'm just very, I, I truly am so grateful, and it, I never take any of it for granted. Gratitude is so key, isn't it? It is. It is. It's so important. And you can kind of, it's hard to re- remember to have gratitude sometimes. I, I realize that. But it's, um, I really do um, feel a lot of a lot of gratitude for what I get to do because I know how hard it is. And it's, and it's really, really not the easiest thing at all. Well, babes, before you jet off for the next yeah. job, <laughs> the next award-nominated job that you're probably going to get, <laughs> we always end on one final question. Oh. And that always is drum roll okay in the reign of your life what's the one rule you'll always live by i guess just continue to have fun continue to have fun with everything that you do and if you are not having fun you got to find something else you know and i have fun every single day with what i get to do for a living and um and it's the best feeling in the world so i think that's yeah Get out there and have a hoot, basically. Yeah, have a hoot. Have all the hoots. Have a hoot. I love that word. (laughs) Babe, thanks so much. Thank you, Josh. You're the best. You're the best. Thank you so much for joining me for another amazing episode of Rain. I really hope you found something to take away from this episode. And if you have, let me know. You can always get me on socials at Josh Smith Hosts. I love to hear from you. And as always, if you've enjoyed this episode, please like, rate, subscribe, or follow wherever you get your podcasts from. And more importantly, please share this with someone you think needs to hear it. Let's get those convos going and I'll see you next time.